Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. Number one is going to be traffic congestion. It seems like for the last decade since I've lived here, the traffic's just, you hit Miramar and you're like, what the heck is going on? It's like they have been under construction for, you know, a quarter of my life. (laughs) I have no idea what's going on out there. But what they did do is a couple of years ago, they started widening uh, the Destin area to from two lanes on each side to three, so six across. And it's taken forever. And now they're, at least the time of this video, halfway through 2023, it's finally at a point where it's mostly all the way through um, the Miramar and San Destin area. So Miramar Beach and San Destin. Even still, <laughs> there's still construction going on. They're building another condo complex, a brand new condo complex over there by Seascape. So that's going to be more construction going on there. It is just the traffic congestion is tough. Why is it like this? If you think about Miramar, a lot of people want to consider Miramar Beach as the start of the 30A area. So that's where the luxury starts to kind of kick in. And then you go over 98 for a long drive and then go into the Route 30A, which is the luxury areas like seaside, watercolors, all those different areas. If you ask me, I, I think I love Miramar Beach, but man, it's not, it's not on 30A. It's not, it's not 30A. Anyway. <laughs> um, the, the traffic congestion, because of it, people are transitioning from Destin to go to 30A and vice versa to get into different places. And because of that, the traffic congestion, well, it sucks, uh, especially any time between spring break all the way until the kids go back into school. So talking in the fall. So congestion can get a little rough there. All right. Number two uh, is the limited job opportunities that you're going to have there. And I'm not saying that there's too much of a limited job, but it depends upon what you want to do for work. Luckily, this day and age, a lot of us that, that have a, like a nice paying job, you can do it virtually now thanks to COVID. Yeah, thanks COVID. Um, but you can do a lot of things virtually. If you're looking for jobs on site, say you're moving to this area, there's plenty for service uh, opportunities, right? There's plenty for... You know, we have two military bases, really three military bases within a stone's throw of Miramar Beach. So military contracting. Uh, you also, active duty military does, does uh, a bunch of work here as well, obviously. Um, so just know that it's going to be limited. There are still medical jobs. There's still things like that. Just know that it is less and it's seasonal um, in comparison to larger cities. And speaking of seasonal, number three on this list is the seasonal tourist crowds. So if you're coming to live and you want to be relaxed and on the beach, well, come spring to summertime, it gets a bit crowded. Not just the traffic, but a lot of the restaurants are going to get crowded because there's, there's a ton of vacation rentals in the Miramar Beach area. So they have helped zone some in gated communities. They don't allow certain places to go more or less than six months of rental for a short term, right? It all has to be long term rentals. Uh, so there are specific communities where you still have that, 
But most of the forward facing places that you're going to be are going to be crowded during the summers. You've got the Silver Sands premium outlets that are out there. Uh, so you're going to have a lot of traffic with that. The Sandestin Resort. So there is a lot of and are a lot of places for condos, short term rentals and things like that. So it is going to get crowded. Number four is the higher home prices. This is where it really starts to go up. Um, even still, we did a, a video just prior to this talking about Destin. The median price for Destin was $909,000. That was the median, right? So when we move a little bit more towards our luxury side, yeah, we start to see luxury prices. So the median for a single family home now in 2023 is 1.26 million for a median uh, price for a single family home out there. Now that's a high as much as 9.9 .9 mil. And you can imagine that was on the Gulf <laughs> and beachfront and a low as uh, 379,000. Now that's just for single family homes. If you're looking for a condo, maybe you just want a little piece of paradise every once in a while, that's gonna be a little bit different. So the condo median is 623,000. That's a high all the way up to 5.5 million and a low all the way down to 159,000. Now, granted that one was probably on the bay side, probably not water view and it's probably falling apart. Don't know for sure, but that's gonna be my guess. <laughs> so yes, it's gonna be a little bit more. So even if you're coming in with cash, I just, I've worked with an investor in the past and they're like, hey, we got 400. It's like, it's just, it's not working right now for the median price. Will they, will it show up? Yeah, eventually, but it's not gonna be what it used to be two years ago, three years ago. Um, that's how these prices are going. Just know when we talk about prices, there's a lot of people that are skeptical that, hey, it's about to bottom out, right? Because we had those two years and, and it was crazy, but here's really what happened, right? Is that we had COVID, a lot of people stayed home and they still wanted to keep the market going. So we had low, low interest rates. And because of that, there are people that weren't in the buying market that couldn't afford before, but now because of that, now they can. So we had this huge like influx of uh, eligible buyers with low interest rates. And then during COVID, nobody was moving. <laughs> So we had a, we have an inventory issue, which means prices started to skyrocket, right? As we started to come through there and things kind of calmed down, it was about a year ago, you know, in 2022, where things just kind of evened out. It did not stop. It didn't bottom out. Well, I mean, the appreciation did, but know that most of the time our market goes about three to 4% year over year appreciation. Those two years, it was close to like 19 or 20%. It was, it was silly, right? So um, we're finally caught back up. If everything was the same and we didn't have the 2007 crash, right? We're about up to that same rate or those same prices that it would have been if we appreciated at a normal rate to three to 4%. Is that what's going on now? Yeah, we're still in appreciating assets. So if you're waiting for the market to bottom out, I think you're gonna be waiting quite some time, at least five years or more. None of the indicators that we're seeing is, is really showing us that. However, you can come back to this video if I'm wrong and then just type something in there, that's fine. <laughs> but we have to see it first, right? Okay, so yes, prices are going up. We're still in appreciating assets. All right, number five uh, is you do have a risk of hurricanes and thunderstorms, severe thunderstorms that roll through here. That's just living in Florida, right? Uh, we did have a big one come through in 2018, but prior to that, the closest one that we had was in 2005. So it's, a, I don't know what it is with this area, but it's kind of a rarity that they even come through. And that one in uh, 2018 was Hurricane Michael and it hit Panama City Beach, it didn't hit the Miramar Beach Destin area. Uh, so you're gonna have risk of that, but don't worry, you have to carry hurricane insurance on your home 
Uh, that's just part of every single homeowner's package that you're going to have in there. Uh, if you are in a flood zone, it's going to require you to carry that, but you can also get flood insurance for a home that isn't in a flood zone. Could it? Well, it's up. it depends on where you're getting it. All right, so uh, number six is you're going to have limited walkability. When they created this, it wasn't necessarily for people to be able to walk around like some communities you're going to see in Central and South Florida. Uh, the walkability, you're going to need a golf cart, <laughs> hopefully, or you know a vehicle to get around some of those different areas uh, to get to certain things. So the walkability isn't good, and that's just because of the infrastructure that they built. Um, you're going to want to have a vehicle to get around. Now, number seven, political diversity or lack thereof, uh, you're going to be in a red state when you come up here uh, or when you come down here, depending upon where you're coming from. Um, it is it is always uh, kind of predominantly been a little bit more right leaning. Now, it's not ridiculously right leaning uh, because we do have a diversity with the military and everybody else coming in. But just know that we get a lot of visitors from you know, more red states in Alabama and places in Georgia that are coming down. Uh, so we have that sort of influence. Is it really that bad? It used to be. Um, you would go out into Crab Island and there'd be 30 Trump flags flying. <laughs> I was just out there a couple of days ago. It's not a, as bad anymore. I think the politic craziness has calmed down, at least for the time being. But just know that that's something, if that's, that's an issue for you, uh, that you'll have to deal with. Speaking of other issues, number eight is the humidity. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like one of, those, one of those things where you go outside for a second and you're like, man, it's hot. And then it takes you 30 minutes to stop sweating from being out there for two. That's the sort of humidity you get in Florida. And even in Northwest Florida, once it hits June, end of June, July, all the way until September, that's just what it's like. The coolest it gets around here is 80 degrees during that time and 90 plus percent humidity. It's just part of it. If you like the heat, you like that really good heat index, oh man, you're gonna love it here. But if you have a tough time <laughs> with the heat and the humidity, it, it, can just, it can just sock you in the face as soon as you get in there. If you're coming from the north, I grew up in uh, upstate New York, and when it got super cold, we would just run from you know a heated house to a heated car and you know from one place to another to get out of the cold, right? Well, when it's super hot, we kind of do the same thing with AC here. Like almost every single house has AC in it now, right? So we would run from the car to, well, maybe not because it's so hot, but we would move quickly in between those two things just to stay cool. So uh, not too much of a big thing, but if, if it really affects you, it could really suffer uh, when, when you're kind of trying to move around. Number nine on the list, yes, we're getting close to the end here, is the higher cost of living. So when we review cost of living, it's usually on an index and where it's like up to 100% where 100% is the national average, okay? So what we're looking at will be what's on the scale. So we'll go over groceries, healthcare, housing, utilities, transportation, and just the miscellaneous rest of the stuff. So where does Miramar Beach land? So when it comes to groceries, it's uh, 105.6 on the scale, which means that it's 5.6% above the national average. We look at healthcare. Healthcare is 100.6. So it's pretty much at the same, but it's still 0.6 above the national average, 0.6%. Uh, for housing, 
what do you expect? <laughs> we just talked about what those prices are. It's 185.9. That's 85.9% above the national average for the, uh, the median home prices. When we look at utilities, that's 102.5. So it's 2.5% above the national average because we have those, those extreme temperatures. You also have the, the cold, Florida cold, right? Where it gets in the 40s and consistently. So you have to turn the heat on. It does get down to 20, but it's very rare. And then it, of course, gets up to 90s sometimes with that heat index. So you're going to be running the AC quite a bit. So utilities are going to be a little bit more. Uh, transportation is actually the one that's below. So it's 93.5, which is 6.4% below the national average. Is that math check? Yeah. All right. And the miscellaneous uh, is 100.8. So it's 0.8% above the national average. So realistically, it's not so bad. The housing is the thing that's going to get you uh, for the cost of living in this area, whether you're renting or purchasing, it's going to get you. All right, and number 10, the limited shopping options. Um, Miramar Beach is a small area. If you like the tourist stuff, such as the uh, outlet malls and things like that, it's you're gonna have access to that, but you're not gonna have the same access to like the little boutiques and you know uh, farmer's markets and places like that that you may see in, in a bigger area, bigger city. Uh, you are pretty close to a Whole Foods, depending upon where you are in Miramar, that's right there on the west side of Destin, or east side of Destin. And then you uh, also have a, a Market Fresh that's over there, restaurants, things of that nature. There are some big box stores, but you know, I, I kind of looked at this and, and thought, well, most everything you're gonna be ordering online anyway. But if you need something other than perishables, um, you're probably gonna have to wait to, to get it delivered to your house. It's 2023, what do you expect? <laughs>